Support comes from Late Nights and Days Off. Sponsored by the ability to tell some truth and drop some knowledge. Hello everyone, this is David Dacry, I'm your host, you're listening to the Open Bar Experience. This episode is the National Rum Day uh, edition, the Houston edition of it. We uh, had a um, competition over at High and Dry, and I was uh, the MC. got to play around and, and have a good time with the contestants and with the judges and, uh, and the crowd. Uh, it was a really good time. This is uh, August the 16th, so now you know for next year. That is your uh, National Rum Day. Well, the uh, event went flawlessly, and it was incredibly uh, fun. It was fantastic. I had a great time downtown. Uh, went back downtown on Saturday. I'll tell you about that in a second. But first, uh, I uh, want to talk about the Tiki event that I did over at uh, Brazil, Cafe Brazil, on Saturday. And on that... I uh, played around with uh, French rum, um, Martinique rum, uh, Three Rivers. I'm not even going to try to say it in, uh, in French. But um, Alison Montclier, I hope I'm saying your name right, sweetheart, because I don't want to fuck it up. But Alison, she uh, worked with me on that. Uh, she was a sponsor for it. Uh, some really incredibly delicious rums. If you haven't come across it, uh, check out the uh, the link or the uh, the link I'm going to put on the descriptions um, for the uh, for the rum. Uh, they have a hundred proof uh, blanc uh, rum, clear rum that makes an excellent daiquiri, but it's uh, very easy to work with. The uh, ocean one that they have has got some salinity to it. It's got some really dark. Um, sugar notes to it molasses is more like burnt sugar more than than molasses very tasty um did a, a coconut mai tai with that one did a banana daiquiri with the uh the blanc uh both of them were quite delicious if i may say so myself um but it was a great great event uh went all day so stretched out went through a lot of product uh fun stuff one of the other things that I'm looking to do at Brazil, I'm going to talk about this real quick, get this out of the way, and then get into what the competition and National Rum Day was like. But the um, one of the things I'm, I'm working on at, at Brazil is to uh, bring more live music. Um, that, that space uh, has been known for live music for a very, very long time. And I think that that is uh, one of its... Uh, is a uh, forte's is uh, the back patio is set up like a stage is set up like a venue that you would naturally want to see uh, a live band. Um, the other thing is that I think it'd be really cool is for those of you that are Houstonians been here for a long time. Um, there was a uh, Domi. Um, I 
know if you remember uh, the uh, the bookstore Domi, which is now Flatland Gallery, is where we have uh, showings and events and things like that. And Domi has uh, still a big, big, um, excited. I don't want to say following necessarily, but there's a lot of nostalgia around that, and I think that it'd be cool to do an event um, surrounded surrounding that element. Uh, what it was, uh, the type of books and comic books and um, just said that that feel that it had. I wasn't a big fan of the the type of books that they had there. I always liked the events because I thought they were really artsy and interesting. So want to do an event with that. So if you have any ideas, just let me know. Hit me up uh, on Instagram most of the time. I do have a Twitter also, David Dacry. Um, on Instagram, you can do... Um, David Dacry, David underscore Dacry, or the Open Bar Experience. Um, I have a page for that too. But those are a couple of things that uh, I've been working on. I think it'd be cool because Houston needs uh, more of these uh, music venues that you're able to go through, you know, sometime during the week, go out, you know, relax, uh, enjoy yourself with uh, live music, good cocktails, good food, um, easy easy peasy all right so then uh national rum day what is that all about well celebration of rum motherfucker that's what it is <laughs> uh aside from that at high and dry in downtown houston wait let me back up a minute downtown houston is lit on the weekends and it's got a lot of fun stuff going on the Buildings, the places they built, the residential they built down there is finally getting some people to move in. Um, the Houstonians and people that are new to Houston are finding out that there's a great way to have a good time in downtown Houston is to go to the 300 block all the way down to the 100 block. 100 block right now is the place where you're going to go and dance and, and party because that's where the DJs are and uh, you have, what, Cottonmouth, Lillian Bloom, and Etro that just moved downtown. Um, that is actually very, very cool. Uh, went by this past weekend on Saturday and had a really great time. Uh, in particular, at Cottonmouth. I couldn't get into Etro because uh, I had my backpack with me. From uh, I was headed home and you know was going to meet some people down there. But anyways, toss all that aside. Went into Cottonmouth, and uh, the wonderful and beautiful Miss uh, Rose Rocha was there. Uh, made me some killer rum uh, old fashions, one of my favorites. They were delicious. Um, fortunately, I was there late, and so I, I only drank a couple of them because those things were, yeah, I could have killed more than just a few. Anyways, the competition. Let me tell you about that in just one second.
All right, so we had the, um, I had the pleasure to MC this uh, rum competition, first annual rum competition at High and Dry, uh, downtown Houston Rum Bar. Um, Levi Tatum is uh, one of the owners there. Um, <coughs> excuse me, Javi. Uh, fuck, Javi. I forgot your last name, Javi. I'm sorry, Javi. All right, give me a second. There is going to be Javier Ruano. All right, he's the uh, beverage director there. Lucas Provencio is the uh, general manager. And um, and those guys are doing good work. I mean, they, they got a really fun, cool rum bar uh, working downtown. And I think that uh, they're doing cool stuff. We also had, uh, they also had the um, Madeline Edwards uh, trio uh, playing there. So they always have live music. That is a really cool element that I like about what they're doing. Uh, we got to bring back really good live music in Houston because for a while there, it just left us. All the talent went somewhere else. New York, L.A., Austin. They just, here, Houston was not the place to be for, for a musician. My friends people that i know that that were uh, musicians at the, at the time 10 you know about 10 years ago musicians used to call houston the coffin that's where your career goes to die that's how fucked up things were here well we were changing that uh little by little anyways so the um live music competition these guys are putting this thing together for the first time so let me tell you who the judges were Right. I'm going to I want to get credit to everybody that was there and took part of this because I think that is uh, something fun and cool. Um, for me, local competitions are about preparing uh, the, the local talent for regional and national competitions. You know, that's how you get your feet wet and you start to deal with the stress that competitions um, create. And you're putting yourself on the spot. You're deciding to be part of this competition. You, you're deciding to to do this thing. So you're putting yourself on the spot. And, you know, it. you learn how to mitigate and negotiate the, that pressure that happens throughout those, you know, that, that three hour that the competition lasts. Or even those five minutes that you get to, to make a cocktail or to do whatever it is that you're going to do. Um, I think that is a really great way to... Um, not just improve in uh, regional and, and national competition as far as, you know, your level, uh, where you end up in that. Um, because the people that your peers, the people you end up around because of it are people that are talented and dedicated just like you. But also is because I feel it helps you uh, negotiate stress at work. Um, this is the thing I, I haven't talk to i, I want to have a uh, this is an interview topic but i'm gonna put it out there there seems to be a lot of people, introverts that are in the industry in the hospitality industry there seems to be a lot of people with uh, social anxieties that are in the hospitality industry i want to talk to some of y'all as to the why all right all right just putting that out there so then um I think that competitions are, are, are great for, for preparing you, not just for bigger competitions, but also for um, the job, right? It, it helps you deal with the stress of uh, 
managers, owners, you know, uh, customers, um, staff, you know, showing up or not showing up or bringing their, you know, personal life <laughs> into work and you having to deal with it, you know, when, when you can't just deal with it. If you know what that means, then you've been there. Um, so for this particular competition, the uh, judges were Javier Ruano, uh, which is the, uh, the beverage director at, uh, at, at High and Dry. Uh, Lauro Rojas, which is uh, a writer for the Houstonian, uh, Houstonia magazine. Uh, he's also, um, yeah, cool guy. Lincoln Obi. Uh, which is uh, president of the uh, Libations uh, Guild here in Houston, and uh, Robbie Cook, which is the uh, current president of the United States Bartenders Guild. Uh, he's also the uh, state mixologist for Southern Glaciers. Those were the judges. Um, so then let me tell you about the, uh, the just real quick name, the, uh, the competitors. Chrisia Arahuo. Right, Arahuo. Make sure I get that right. Bill Bender, Francisco Medina, Jojo Martinez, Taylor Wright, Angelica, Angelique Cook, uh, Mario uh, Piñera, and uh, Ryan Perry. So for Angelique and um, Mario, this was the uh, first competition. They did well. Uh, I can tell you real quick that as after the first round, which is these are elimination rounds, um, you know, it was just daiquiris on the first one. It seems like uh, the jitters, everybody got past the jitters. And it was five minutes that you were making four drinks. So they were able to to put out the drinks, and they were able to put out really good drinks. So I was really happy about that. Um, competitions, a lot of times people just think speed, 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 speed. They forget about executing the you know balance um, and, and proper technique, so that way you get the uh, temperature and dilution necessary for the cocktail to be fully balanced. Um, I feel like everybody did a really good job at that for the most part. Um, there was a really exciting moment whenever uh, Jojo and Chrisia tied and uh, we just did a, an impromptu elimination two-minute uh, drill to where they weren't able to touch anything, re uh, rehearse anything or nothing. It was like they got the, the drinks, time started, Boom, there you go. Um, and that was really fun. It got the crowd uh, back into what the competition was. But I'm going to say this. One of the really fun things about it was how it was a really good industry feel. You know, there was a lot of industry people there. Everyone was having a good time. Um, the competitors were, you know, having a good time amongst each other with the friends that came to support them. It was more of a good time and an exercise than it was a cutthroat type of uh, competition. The prizes were Cocktail Kingdom um, um, merchandise, even though the first prize was like, you know, that that Jim Meehan leather bag that nobody can afford on, uh, <laughs> on the Cocktail Kingdom. Uh, that was the first prize, so it was, it was really nice. But the... Uh, Overall, I think that everyone had a really good time, and the was um, it was a social. It was this this social that was had just happened to have a competition, and I think we should have more of them like that because it's uh, again it's it's an exercise. 
um, of the sort of pressures that we constantly go through. And at that point, you're able to, you know, just have a good time with it. One, you're you're improving in case that you what you're working on is going to the bigger competitions. Or two, you're just um, making sure that you're on par with your peers. Because there are times whenever, you know, right now, for instance, I'm at a cafe where I'm not really knocking out a whole lot of drinks. I'm already kind of like past all that in that, you know, I don't move as fast as I used to. So, but I still can, you know, I still can bartend. So fuck off if you're thinking I can't still. Anyways, um, but yeah, you know, so you get rusty sometimes. You just get away from it and you're not, not under that, that pressure of, you know, putting out six or eight cocktails at a time that are crafted. So competition is a great way to to do that um, whenever the environment is such that it's re- it's there's pressure, but it's not life or death pressure. It's just the kind of pressure that you want to perform because you're in front of the, the crowd. You're uh, there amongst your peers. You know, don't fuck it up. That's all. So anyways, I think that that was uh, the, probably the best part of it. Okay, so right before the competition, I was able to get an interview with uh, Levi. I will be uh, getting one with uh, sitting down with uh, Javier and uh, Lucas to, uh, you know, get uh, get to know them a little bit better. So here's a interview with uh, Levi Tatum. Uh, basically, I wanted to know what the idea behind the bar was, uh, why rum and um yeah, a few other little details about uh, how things are going. Um, so, what's your name? Uh, my name is Levi Tatum, uh, owner here at uh, High and Dry Rum Bar here in uh, downtown Houston. Uh, opened up uh, February 16th, 2018. Um, we uh, decided on the concept. Um, about a month into it when we were looking at the market downtown and looking at the types of establishments that were doing well and the ones that uh, seemed to need to make a pivot and um, the rum category is enticing because it's going through a bit of a renaissance right now uh, in the world there's a lot of exciting new products uh, and styles uh, out there and uh, a lot of new things being done Um, and um, the Houston area uh, it doesn't represent the rum category very well uh, compared to what the category has. Um, so we decided that we wanted to uh, bring rum into uh, a little bit different light than what most people maybe see it. Um, you know, most people think a, a classic tiki cocktail, maybe a Mai Tai or a Pina Colada they had on vacation when they think of uh, rum. Uh, but rum is is much, much more than that. It's not just a, a sugary spirit that... Uh, you know, will give you a horrible hangover the next day. It's uh, it's complex. It's aged. It's um, created in, in many different styles and, and techniques, um, distillation styles and techniques, and, and aging and, and everything else. Uh, so, you know, if you've only had rum in a pina colada, then uh, you know you need to come by and uh, and see what the category has. Okay, so what's so you're trying to do something? You're showing the range that uh, rum has and uh, you do have some tiki drinks but what is that range aside from the distillation process and 
the uh, different type of cocktails that you can do. What other ways are you um, showing off rum? And are you doing any type of flights or anything like that? Are there any limited edition rums that you carry? Or what are you doing with that? Uh, we, we do do flights. Uh, we do a featured distillery every month, uh, and it's rotating, so it'll be different every month. Um, and we'll do a, a three to four, four um, tasting flight within that category, uh, different aging process uh, or style of distillation, uh, depending on what the featured distillery is that month. Um, but anytime you come in, we, we will create a flight with, with any of our rums uh, and price it, price it accordingly to the rums that are on the, on the flight. Um, but, you know, Tiki, the Tiki culture uh, definitely, you know, made rum what it is today. And we wanted to make sure to pay, uh, you know, pay respects to uh, what's made rum what it is today and, and make sure we have really good um, recipes and really good takes on those classic Tiki cocktails that are that are popular for a reason. Um, but our house specialty menu that you'll see um, are, are original ingredients and um creative techniques uh, used by our, our beverage director, Javier Ruano, uh, that you won't be able to find anywhere else. Um, other bars, um, you know, haven't, uh, haven't really explored um, rum in the way that we have. Um, from pistachio orgette uh, to tiger nut orgette to ghost pepper tincture, uh, black pepper tincture. We, there's all sorts of different interesting um, orgettes, syrups, tinctures that, you know, we spend uh, our days that were closed during the week, uh, preparing and getting it all ready. So, you know, when we open on the weekend, we have, um, you know, high quality original ingredients, uh, that you really do have to come here to find. So how is it being in the uh, downtown area? Uh, downtown's awesome. Uh, it's, yeah, I, I've been working here for a while. I, I'm formerly with uh, 86 group down at Bovine and Barley. Uh, is a great group to work with, and 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 the downtown neighborhood is a is really a great group to work with. It really is a group. There's a, there's a lot of community here. Uh, you see each other on the street when you're you know playing the game to find parking spaces every single day, and uh, there's a sense of camaraderie uh, just because you know you're dealing with the same people. That the downtown madness is its own, and so if you're in the industry and and you you know you've put your time in, then uh, you know I feel like we all kind of work together and respect each other uh, because of that. Okay, so you mentioned uh, Javier, Javi, um, as your uh, beverage director, and then you have Lucas here too. Uh, how is it that um, you mentioned to me how they pretty much take care of the operations? Um, how do you have that, that set up? Just to give people an idea of a particular way of, of uh, running a bar that I think it's, uh, it's interesting and it's, uh, you know, from someone that comes as a beverage director, is very liberating. Um, yeah, so uh, I've had the privilege of working with uh, both Lucas uh, Provenzano and Javier Rano uh, before uh, with uh, the 86 group and, and some other people that we've worked with. Um, and so we were able to kind of put people um, where they would are best fitted to succeed when we uh, were planning on how we we're going to operate when we open. Um, so, you know, Lucas is, is younger and um full of energy and uh loves being behind the bar late and loves to close it down and um you know hit that young energy and that excited um fire uh is uh is 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 great uh you know if you're gonna be here till 4 5 in the morning closing it down um it's easy definitely easy after you've been doing it a few years to uh 
to get burnt out a little bit. And so we're, um, you know, this is a, a new opportunity for him where he's learning a lot. And, and so he's excited and he's engaged and uh, he's, he's really stepped up and did an incredible job. He's handling everything from staffing to uh, inventory ordering um, to basic, uh, basic setup of our wells, like what liquor um, that we're carrying um, that makes sense to work with the menu at the drinks that we're, we're, we're serving. Uh, and then Javier, um, really everything that we serve uh, Javier has his hands in as far as uh, the uh, the production that goes into the orgesque and tinctures that I touched on earlier to um, you know the uh, the ice that we use the glassware that we use the garnish the recipes themselves uh, are all uh, original and um, you know thanks to Javier. So what are the uh, favorite rums that you have right now yourself? Uh, what would be the uh, top three that you feel would represent? what you want people to know about rum? Uh, it's a good question. Uh, you know, opening a rum bar, the the best thing about opening a rum bar is you get to taste a lot of rum, a lot, a lot of rum, uh, and you find out how great rum is. Uh, there's a lot of really good stuff out there. Um, you know, I liked rum before, but when you really get start to uh, taste some of the aged rums from different origins, uh, there's a lot of variety, and so it's very easy to find what you like and what you don't like and, and to push more towards what you like. Um, so my favorite right now, um, I definitely, it would have to be a top three. Um, one of which would be Zafra. It's a Panamanian rum. Um, just very exceptional. Um, somewhat sweet, but not, not too sweet. Uh, it's aged. Um, we have the 21 and the 30 here. Um, the 21 is a great value and it's just a really, really good product. Um, definitely highly recommend that one the 30 is excellent as well a little pricier but uh you know if you're celebrating uh you know all you need is a cube of ice for the 30. um el dorado uh the brand el dorado carries really really good rums um top to bottom we uh have integrated a lot of their um portfolio into our program um they have just a very good uh uh, representatives that work with the company and the quality of their products really good. They uh, they grow the rum, the sugarcane for the rum along the Demerara River, uh, which boasts the best sugarcane in the world. You can definitely taste the Demerara and rum. Uh, it has a unique smoothness to it that you really can only find uh, along the, I guess, the banks of the Demerara. It really is something to it because it's an amazing, amazing line of rum. Uh, and we have their three-year all the way up to their 25-year uh, currently. Um, and that the 25 years is definitely exceptional. It's definitely another sipper. Don't even need a cube of ice for that one. Um, last, not least, um, you, you got to throw four square in there. Uh, four squares, uh, Barbados rum, you know, birthplace is, you know, where rum really got started. Um, and, uh, the Four Square Distillery, they also, um, you know, put out Real McCoy, and it's, you know, the, the master mixologist is uh, uh, Richard Seal, and uh, he is exceptional, extremely uh, talented. Uh, the Four Square 2005 uh, Vintage actually won the International uh, Spirits Competition uh, this year, which is a really big deal. It's the first time, uh, I was told it's the first time rum has ever won the, uh, the, the International Spirits Competition. Um, and that is against all other spirits, so bourbons, vodkas, whiskeys, gins, everything. And uh, and the rum, the Four Square 2005 vintage took the overall first place, so it was really, really big. Um, and we just got a case of that in last week. It's it's new to the market, um, somewhat hard to find, but uh, it's really, really great. Um, definitely one that I would I would try sooner than later because I would imagine it won't be around for long. Okay, 
And so um, what's the idea behind the uh, competition uh, tonight that you're having? Uh, it's National Rum Day, and uh, you've decided to put a uh, rum competition together. And so what is that all about? Uh, it's, it's once again us wanting to highlight uh, rum in uh, a little bit of a new light um, to, to – to promote rum, the rum category, and uh, you know what better day than National Rum Day to uh, to, to educate people or to to, to share um, the, our excitement uh, around the category. Uh, so the competition really is to do that to bring in um, you know Houston is is rich with talent when it comes to the uh, hospitality industry, uh, and so you know to get some of those uh, talented professionals to come in. Um, and you know, have a, a timed uh, it's five minute uh, head to head rounds um, where you know they don't know what they're going to make until the beginning of the round, uh, and so they can only use what the knowledge they've you know they've had got over the years and uh, and a little bit of time and and, and um, you know they can taste it as they go, but they got to knock out four cocktails in five minutes. Uh, so it, it's a little bit of a challenge, but it's exciting and it's a lot of energy, and uh, we're hoping that you know every year we'll build and and, and get uh, a little bit more and a little bit better. Excellent. Well, I look forward to uh, tonight's competition. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. And um, I'll be talking to Lucas and, and Javi uh, here in the near future. Thanks, man. I appreciate yeah, it. Appreciate it, David. Thank you very much. So there you have it. That's the um, interview with uh, Levi. He, uh, like I said, talks a little bit about what is it that motivated him to take on the project of you know, opening a bar, which uh, if you've done it, you know how hard it is if you have you know been part of an opening you know how hard it is <laughs> so yeah national rum day went very well here in houston i think that uh, we had a really good time the uh the community aspect that levi mentioned about uh you know the downtown community everybody works in a small area for the most part not everybody but a lot of those bars are very close to one another so whether you are bumping into each other looking for parking or going out to get something to eat late at night or mid shift or sometimes just going by and say hello to one another you know you see a lot of that it is a really cool community um i look forward to seeing it grow uh, further i look forward to uh having more uh events or taking part of more events downtown i think um there is uh, plenty to to be done in the uh, near future from all the openings that are about to happen and, and all the changes that the uh, downtown is going through because this is just uh, the beginning. I find that as the uh, res residency uh, increases downtown, there is going to be much, much more activity and is going to be a necessity of uh, places that uh, have entertainment on a regular basis. I mean, if you've been downtown for a long time, you know that Sambuca has had a live band shit man i want to say for 15 years like every week so you know that if you go downtown you can find good live music because these guys have been doing it for a long time i feel like there's more places now that are able to do that uh regularly and do it very well uh let's uh keep an eye out for all the fun stuff happening here in houston if you are visiting uh hit me up at uh, David Dacry on Instagram or Twitter, I'll put those links in the uh, in the uh, description. 
Also going to put some uh, links for uh, Foursquare, High and Dry, all that, that that we talked about. September, I'm going to be doing, uh, we have movie night at uh, Brazil, Cafe Brazil, every Tuesday. And so the chef and I are going to put together some food and drinks, and we're going to show the movie Chef. If you haven't seen that movie, you should uh, definitely come by and check it out. If you have, it's time for you to see it again. One of the best things that I really enjoyed about that movie was how wholesome it was. <laughs> you know, it's, it's that's not an easy to do, to be uh, true to what uh, the industry is and be as wholesome as that movie is. Even though I do feel like we need to start uh, creating some events uh, for families um, on a regular basis so that way we're able to, you know, go out, hang out at the park with the family, and uh, we don't always have to be in a dark bar all the time drinking. Um, not saying that, you know, cold beer in the park ain't a fucking wonderful thing. I'm just saying it ain't a dark bar. Sometimes sitting in the corner in a dark bar is, is a beautiful thing in itself, you know, to get the fuck away from everybody. But other times, you need to hang out with the family. Uh, it's nice to uh, hang out with some of the friends that uh, have the same hours, you know, that same lifestyle. So come on out, check out the uh, the event. I'll post that uh, on my uh, Instagram whenever the time comes. I'll be using my Twitter more to uh, post events. So check it out. I'll put links to those on the description also. As always, keep the conversation going. Thank you for listening. Till next time. Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, Chrisia Arahuo won the competition. Thought you should know.